Hey y'all, it's your girl Ronnie from Hella Uncomfortable Podcast. I hope y'all are doing well. I hope y'all had a good week and y'all did something for yourself this week. I hope y'all honored y'all boundaries. Tonight we have Miss Erica Sensual Brown joining us to talk about good sex. I hope y'all listened to the previous episodes the previous episode of Good Sex and then the depression episode or any episode, make sure you check them off. We also have had Erica on one of our previous episodes when uh, the episode is called Raw Ass Conversation with a Black Mama. Please go check that out. So let's give a round of applause and a warm welcome to Miss Sensual Brown. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thank you. But um sorry, cousin. I have to correct you. It's sensual brown beauty. Oh, sensual <clears throat> brown beauty. I got you. Yes, yes. That is what I am. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who are you, Miss Sensual Brown Beauty? <laughs> I, who am I? <laughs> um, I think that's a question a lot of us probably struggle with. But um more or less I guess I don't necessarily want to say who I am. I would say the different characteristics that make up who I am because I don't necessarily like really know. Um, but I'll say that. That's okay. Yeah, I, I think like I'm just like, I'll just say I think my purpose here is to be like the light in a lot of people's lives. That's what makes me happy. So I just I answer like that. Okay, and that's beautiful. And I think, too, just to add on, as you, you know, become, as you get older and you experience things, you'll start to really figure out who you truly are and, you know, be able to really answer that question. It's so funny you said that, though, because um, during the school week, um, that was one of our check-in questions in our math class for a lot of the students. And we all kind of struggle with that question. Mm-hmm. This is getting off topic, but it's uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe that is uh, something that, you know, to have another episode about. Yeah, because it actually goes into it. Uh, it, it um, you know, all of that stuff ties into each other one way or another. So, yeah, we should definitely do another Okay, okay. So what did you do to prepare for this episode? Ah, well, <sighs> when you episode, I hopped my in order to get rejuvenated. I hopped back in the shower, you know, I lit my I did a little white meditation. Um, I asked for guidance through this uh, podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting here in my little sexy robe, you know, got my little Dang, my little weed, you know. Excuse me, I call it the herbal experience. <laughs> got my, yeah, girl, got my little herbal experience. So, you know. That that is I I like that. Okay. <laughs> that is a vibe. That is a vibe. Okay. Herbal experience. I'm feeling that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm a patent that shit too, by the way, for any of y'all that might try to copy and steal my shit. <laughs> You heard it here first on <laughs> Hell Uncomfortable Podcast. Don't play. Don't play. <laughs> All right. So here we are. We jump in uh, right into it, cousin. Um, what, <laughs> what, what are your thoughts and feelings about masturbation? Well, my thoughts and feelings of, about masturbation have uh, definitely changed. Um, when I was younger, um, it was something that I was embarrassed about and it's not necessarily because anybody 
maybe feel embarrassed, but I think it just wasn't a, not, a lot of the correct knowledge surrounding masturbation. Like, masturbation is the first sign of self-love because it's like, how else do you know how to tell a person to please your body if you don't even take the time to explore it yourself, you know? So I think masturbation is very important for both males and females because that's the only way to give effective communication to your partner on how to please you. Beautiful answer. I don't even have nothing to say after that because you have described it to the T. That like I really feel like that, and it's so crazy that sex and self love is really all connected into one. You know, I think we kind of well. I think America. I'm always blaming shit on America, um, but <laughs> it's, it's Western for sure. A lot of the teachings are Western, so you're not wrong there. Yeah, they just <laughs> they just made everything seem so separate, and it's, it's really it's all combined into one. And the, the way well, they the way they describe it, it just it's confusing, and it just makes you feel like you're lacking in so many places. It's it's just it's ridiculous. Well, it's all systematic, cousin. Because at the end of the day, we have to remember that knowledge is power so if we're not taught certain things we can't function a certain kind of way so it all goes with the systematic plan to keep our people you know blind to what's really out there and our powers also are at their strongest when we're masturbating or having sex you know yeah yeah Whew. okay all right <laughs> man Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go another one is it okay to be a freak it's 100% okay to be a freak and what is considered a freak is the real question because at the end of the day nothing about sex is freaky I love you <laughs> oh my gosh okay so boom that you and listen I didn't even write this question now but since you said that having sex is not like something to be like a, it's not it doesn't make you a freak it's just something that we are humans and it's our it's our human nature um damn I forgot my question fuck um you didn't write it down girl no because when you just said something and it triggered another question that was a good question say can you say a little answer again for me not, not little answer but right, you say, right. Cool, can, you, cool. can you say your answer for me again I'm sorry oh I believe what I said first of all what was the question I said is it okay to be a freak and then you oh s- I said sorry because I don't mean to cut you off but what I was saying was being a, what is like the definition of a freak because nothing about sex is freak excuse me it's freaky because when you think of freak or freaky that's something that's scary or weird or abnormal right so why would you then put someone's natural you know your nature and then put the word freak or freaky with it that doesn't make any sense it actually it kind of try to scare people from getting in tune with their selves and then being able to have successful relationships because you don't even know how to communicate and then you're mad because you're feeling like something's wrong with you or something wrong with your partner but that's not the case it's just you've been miseducated and we have to learn the new you know not even the new because it's from the beginning of time, we just have to go and cover to our own research and find the information that was stolen from us. Bruh, I, I fucking love you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like I have, me personally, I have never heard anyone describe it that way. I have never even, like, to me, like, I think I kind of, like, just revamped freak for me in my own head, like, because I just thought it meant, like, 
when I heard freak, I was just like, oh, that means you're kind of bad and you're nasty and stuff like that. But the way that you just even described that and really said like the true meaning of what freak is, is just amazing to me. Because um, we have to remember the power of words. It's our tongue is the only bone in our, excuse me, the only thing in our body that doesn't have bones, but it's the most lethal. It could do whatever, you know, once you say something, you can't unsay. So you have to think about that. Yes, yes. Do you think uh, America has really kind of labeled Black women as freaks? Absolutely. Um, oh, sorry. No, <laughs> go no, go, no, go ahead. No, finish your whole question first, please. I'm learning how to do that. One of my uh, one of my pet peeves about myself is I get really excited. And so I want to answer. And then it seems like I'm not listening, but it's not that I'm just so excited. And so but I want to practice active listening. So please go ahead and ask your whole question. Okay, okay. I'm here for it. But I, I get excited too a lot too. Um, but my question was, do you think that America has labeled black women as freaks? And what is your feel or what is what is the feeling that you feel America has labeled black women as freaks and why? Like why is it like when you think like if you think about Girl. like if you think about like porn and stuff like that, I don't know if people ever watch porn. I personally watch porn. I don't give a shit. Um, but like if you ever watch too, but... if you watch porn and you like Google for like black people or black women and like black couples and stuff like that, it'll say like big booty black bitch or big booty uh stank black hoe or it, it, and mm-hmm. it's like freak black hoe and it's just like it kind of like goes into like what you just described as freak as something that's kind of like scary and weird and stuff like that but then to me it's just like is it really scary or weird because y'all over sexualize black women hold and on y'all- i don't mean to cut you off but yeah. yes it is scary to them because one thing you have to remember is what a person don't understand they fear so you have to understand when a person enters us that's magic okay Mm -hmm. so they don't understand the feeling that they're getting so it's freak because they're not getting it from the you know the partner that they've experienced before a black woman got something very special okay so to say freak or say anything to discourage somebody from wanting a black woman come on now yeah, they say everything about us is bad. All of our everything that we've learned from the beginning of time that has anything to do with black or African American. Because first of all, my skin is brown, okay, mm-hmm. and suck. So I don't even know what to call myself. I'm a I'm a human being at the end of the day, right? So, but when it comes to a human being of our kind, I feel like we have to be dehumanized. In order for everybody else in the world to be okay. Yeah. That's sad. That that's we, we got too much power, baby. Yeah. So, but it, it's just it's sad. But it's it's just like it's sad, but then it's also like, damn, we really are magical. But we are not we really ta- are. We are not taught that we are magical. We are why it, would they teach you your full potential? Yeah. Well, you could do so many great things once you you know, once you reach that reach that point of freedom where you're able to really control your own destiny, they don't want that. Yeah. Women used to run this shit. What do you mean? So, of course, we got to make us freaks and hoes and bitches and everything that's beneath. Mm-mm-mm. 
Damn no, we shame. the only ones who could bring worth life. You know, make that make sense. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Um I thought you was gonna ask come on girl, ask me some more. I thought you you should have me all like you no. should ask me some stuff. <laughs> I am gonna ask you some stuff. Just you know, your answers are so like you like you said when you at when I asked you who are you, you bring a light. And this mm-hmm. is you bringing your light. Like you are, you know, informing me on things that I didn't even know. Like I'm constantly learning from you. You know, oh, we're constantly kind of both teaching each other and it's it's just amazing. And so I'm kind of really practicing my active listening right now and really listening to you know what you are saying and really trying to internalize and really hear you um you know because this is my first you know my first knowledge uh, or uh, awareness on these answers you know mm-hmm. like this is my first outlook um on these answers so I'm kind of like well, and I'm like in awe right now like wow well mine it just came to me though Ronnie like seriously like <laughs> If I talk about like my like high school experience and childhood experience, just dealing with sex and not really understanding what sex was, it really took for me like to grow in my marriage spiritually, not even on the physical part, because on the physical part, there's so much to it that makes it look complicated. Right. But on the spiritual level, it's something that's undeniable. Like if sex is not just intercourse Mm -hmm. you know so it's all about to making sure you're connected to the right person when you're having sex because I mean otherwise (laughs) you're not gonna have sex as good as you think sex is until you have sex with somebody who's really in tune with you and your body somebody that you don't have to tell anything to so you know like that's another language that is being spoken so you know I didn't. I didn't always get. I wasn't always here, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that actually kind of answered the question that I was going to ask you. You already answered it. Oh. But um, can you describe good sex in three words? The woman oh. you are today. Like, what is good sex in three words for you right now? Good sex in three words is healing. Mm-hmm. It's energizing, and it's really like uh how do i put it when it's done without like you gotta not be here i don't know how to explain it but you gotta not be here you gotta be so connected with your partner that y'all not even here yeah like in a y'all like in another space in a whole nother space like it's not even about the bodies at that point. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> my heart, my heart. But it also came from a lot of learning as a couple. So uh, one thing I will say is that my husband, he put me onto this show. I think I told you about the show, Ronnie, uh, Sex, Love, and Goop. It's on next Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so, yeah, y'all should look at that. It's Sex, Love, and Goop on Netflix. But I got to tell you, it's for mature and open minds only. Um, we've been conditioned to um, look at life from one perspective and not really understand that there are so many different ways and no way is a right or wrong way but one way might make you feel more uh, connected and tuned so (laughs) 
Okay. Um, was there anyone in your life that gave you a positive outlook about sex? So like right now or in your previous life, like what's or not in your previous life, but <laughs> in your in your younger age, was there anybody that kind of like made sex like a positive, you know, thing for you? Like a positive look? No. No. No, sex didn't become a positive thing for me until somewhere in between my marriage because at the same time I'm not a person who looks at sex like it's a thing of love and I'm working on that and that's just because there's some things that you know happened in my life that I used I started to use sex as thing you know so I had to unlearn that and I'm still unlearning that so um I don't know if that answers your question. Yes, that did. Do you mind actually kind of talking about like sex and people using sex as an impulse? Oh, yeah, I don't mind. Um, so most people love to praise and call themselves nymphos, but don't really understand the the real like mental health behind nymphomania. So nymphomania is not that you can control it is not something that you choose it is not something that you flaunt that is something that you struggle with and you need serious counseling for because it can definitely cause friction in your relationship it can cause it can cause self-esteem issues within yourself and it could just make life so complicated because you don't understand this thing that you're going through and why it happens. And it's just, it's frustrating. And you don't know, you can't really talk about it because there's not like openness around the subject. Like people only think that addicts have a substance, but no, you could be addicted to anything. For sure. That addition, addicts, me and my words, additions, you know, can be, like you just said, to anything. It's multiple, uh, not multiple, I'm losing my, okay, we're just going to skip because I am losing my uh, my <laughs> headspace, I guess. I don't even know. Because um, we got off with that a little bit. That got a little too deep. So, yeah. No, let's... no, that was, that was awesome. That's what we need. We need this. Um <laughs> When you're sexually active with your partner, are you able to communicate communicate about your likes and dislikes? Um. Well, luckily, <laughs> thank God, I have a partner. I don't necessarily have to tell him what to do. He kind of already just knows. So that's worked for me when it comes to with him. But I do struggle with um, requests just because, like, to me, it's kind of um. Like I said, I've had sexual trauma, so that's one part of the reason. And then also, it's just, you know, hearing your own voice, like recognizing your voice, that can be hard for some people. Mm -hmm. Like for me, like that's why I have anxiety when it comes to like a lot of the ideas that I have. Like I know I'm highly intelligent. I know that I have a good head on my shoulders. I know I can do anything. But because everything is so out on social media now, and because I know I've had a lot of breakdowns on social media when it came to like my son passing away and just certain things I was going through in my life, it kind of intimidates me because I know that it opens me up for judgment. And 
judgment is not something I really like looking for at the moment. So it, it definitely sometimes scares me to put myself out there. Okay, thank and you. And sometimes I go to the bedroom as well. So yeah, I think a lot of people may struggle with that too. Um, I think that's you know kind of a common thing. So thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable and being open. I really appreciate that. Um. Also, let's see what else I have. Uh, but that is something that I do want to encourage you to practice on yeah. saying and and doing. And then what do you say though? Like <laughs> that's another thing too. Like about when it comes to sex, because we're not taught growing up the correct terminologies because it's so hush hush. I feel like it does you a disservice because it's like you know what I'm gonna say. Oh, uh, let me lick your pee pee. You got me fucked up. he's so stupid so we're like doing our kids a disservice by teaching them these words when we're not teaching them exactly what their body parts are you know you that's the real way to be become you know become comfortable with sex is being able to be comfortable with your body like i you can't be all covered up all the time like you gotta be okay with what the fuck you got like you know i've always had a nice shape but i've always covered it up i've never really been comfortable in my body yeah and i know i look good because so many people tell me but i don't feel confident in that because it wasn't really like thoroughly put into me you know Mm -hmm. so i make sure that i put it into my kids like you know they don't have to when they're at home they're in their space they don't have to have on no clothes if they don't want to the fuck like not saying that my kids run around naked but i mean like they don't have to get all hella dressed they can wear their underwear around the house you know like be comfortable we wasn't supposed to fucking wear clothes no way yeah i'm i I, I kind of i feel you on that but i do think when me just thinking about like to the old days and like when i kind of like think about like people that's kind of like you know it's comfortable in their skin and stuff like that and I think about your granny I think about my aunties right right and and how you know they you know walked around the house and how we used to be at the house together all the cousins kind of like you know free and no y'all was free you ain't never seen me free remember I used to always wear my jacket that's how people used to tell something was wrong with me nobody really like if people ever really paid attention to me I always kept my jacket on I never took my my granny when we went to Disneyland and everybody was all posing and shit my granny pulled my little pant like not like pulled my pants down but she was like come on be a little fast like but that wasn't me, you know? I just couldn't be that because I was, I guess I was just so self-conscious and timid. Like, everything made me nervous. Plus, you know, remember, I was I grew up in a very traumatic household. So mm-hmm. I was always having to need some type of comfort. That's why I sucked my thumb. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. it just was always rocking and rolling. It wasn't like I never had no calmness. So, you know, that that plays a whole factor into my sex life. Yeah, I definitely think it you need you have to start at a younger age um you know to really be confident when you become an adult um and then become an adult that's sexually active whether you're sexually active with yourself or you know with a partner with partners you know it definitely plays a part into how you how it started for you mm-hmm. for sure definitely um 
thank you for sharing. Always want to thank you for sharing deep things because, you know, having mm-hmm. conversations about trauma and sexual trauma is not easy. Um, it's not easy at all. And just speaking on trauma in general, period, it's just, it's not easy, especially when you're still kind of healing from it. And trauma definitely, you know, can show up in any aspect of your life at any time. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much uh, oh, yeah. for sharing um let's see what else do I have on here um but no let's 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 go back hold on let's go back because my memory is kind of working right now (laughs) um I was saying what can what what will it be what would your practice be like right now um if you are practicing communicating to your partner to you know, really develop good communication. What would that look like for you? To develop good communication? Well, right now... Hmm. Or what's some mm-hmm. things that you can see yourself doing? I know for me, I'm not going to say his name, but that mm-hmm. one person that you, that I was going back and forth with for a long time, mm-hmm. um, that probably, uh, that person probably is like the person that I pr- was probably the most comfortable with um, and having sex and be, because I was able to be open with him about, you know, my own sexual trauma, um, things that I didn't like, um, things that I wanted to try. Um, he knew what, you know, what bothered me, but that definitely, when you spoke on like having like a deeper connection besides just like physical and kind of having like a I don't I don't want to call I guess it is kind of like a spiritual because it's almost it like your, it's like it's like your spirits are kind of like connecting because it mm-hmm. would be sometimes Girl, that I, every time you have sex with somebody you have sex with a spirit yes yeah but no when you were saying like how, how it had became like outside of your I don't think most uh-huh. people know that like they just focus focus on the physical but when really when you're really really truly having sex and like y'all really are really in it like that is on a different it's kind of I used to remember I used to tell this person like after I'm like it kind of scares me because Mm -hmm. it's it's so it's so deep and it's like I don't even I don't even have to tell you Mm -hmm. and you and you know it's it's freaky as hell um and you should not feel drained after sex you should feel relaxed and energy and and kind of like and energized like I used to be feeling like I could just do any motherfucking thing like oh I could just walk a mountain right now um so I I know for me uh I was you know that was a whatever kind of relationship, but we did have that where I was able to communicate that um, and really be in that space. And it would just kind of be us kind of like just watching TV and I'd be like, Hey, you know, you know, this actually would work for me. And I actually kind of really don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, know I, I did that. Shit. I mean, that shit. Look, yeah. The, uh, shit. He know all that shit. You know, one thing, like I said, I'll tell you anything really, because I feel like that's the only way you go understand me as a person. Like, I know I'm nutty as fuck, okay? But I know I got reasons. And like my therapist told me, it ain't even really that I'm crazy. I'm fucking traumatized and this yep. is what you get. And so I feel like people need to know the real when it comes to trauma. Like, I hell want to do a TV show when it comes to like parents dealing with kids with autism too. Because it's like, you know, it's hella these TV shows out here portraying like 
all the bad shit that we do, but it's like people need to see the real struggles of being like having to advocate for your African American child who got fucking mental health issues while dealing with your own fucking mental health issues. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the world needs to know about that. That's what we need to bring awareness to. Well, we here for it. We we here for it. we want to encourage you to come on and get it popping. Okay. Yeah. Get that thing popping, okay? Because that is, like you said, it's factual and we need to see it. Mm -hmm. You know, we definitely, and we need to see it from from us. Mm -hmm. And not from somebody else. Like, I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick of seeing it, Mm -hmm. seeing what black people experience from from non black people. I'm right. So it ain't valid unless they do it. It ain't valid unless they do it, man. I'm so tired of that shit. Um, Let's see. Uh, so do you believe in, do you believe that a person can have sex with themselves? Hell yeah. What do you mean? You can make love to yourself. Okay. Um, and do you, do you have sex with yourself? All the time. (laughs) Girl, let me tell you. (laughs) Okay. So that's the thing too about nymphomania. Nymphomania does not mean that you have to have physical intercourse. Intercourse, you need to have, you need to have like an orgasm, basically. Mm. So, yes, I do. I remember I got the sex toy, like girlfriend. I'm not. <laughs> I got to test out my products. <laughs> yes. You okay. Know? So before you have sexual intercourse or sex, you know, whatever sexual activity with yourself, do you? prepare for that do you get yourself in the mood is there like a foreplay that you do like what does that look like sometimes it depends because I do it so often <laughs> Chill. Shit, shit. it's like it's like life it's like a relationship you know sometimes you go the whole 10 yards and sometimes you get straight to it you know okay, okay. <laughs> okay well when you're not getting straight to it what does that look like because oh. I feel like that kind of goes into like building your confidence up. Yeah. I believe it do. And I haven't done it in a while, but I'll say something what I used to. I just, you know, put on my, of course, my music because I love music. I just love music. So, of course, got my music. I definitely dim the lights. I love, like, to set a dim mood. My candles, my uh, sage, and my Palo Santo, my incense. You know, got my sh- Ooh, no. I love to put my, uh, I was going to say my shower, but what I really love to do better than the shower is take my little bath with like my rose petals mm. and some essential oils and oatmeal and uh, what, what else be in that? Oh, I bring my crystals out too. <laughs> that sometimes so beautiful. I, sometimes before I do the bath, uh, I do the, I put the yoni ball. The oh, egg. Okay. Yeah, to feel more connected to like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, I be having all kinds. Of, it, it just depends. <laughs> I mean, I think it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. I, I I personally like to have sex with myself too, and I like to look at myself in the mirror before sex and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as you should though you should definitely you should always look at yourself so you should love what you see you know no matter what your body type is too ladies Mm because i know we all be so conscious because i be so conscious 
too, but you know, love yourself. Do you do you think uh do you think have being self conscious kind of causes you to be more silent in your yes. sexual activity? Absolutely. Yeah. One hundred percent. And I think that just goes to again, like like I said, childhood traumas, but at the same time, just not being properly educated. Like it not being a thing of like it should be a conversation. It should be an open conversation in families. It should not be so hush hush because it's like don't be surprised when people end up teen parents. You know, like y'all can't sit there and not want to talk about it and then want to judge. You know, when they do it the wrong way or whatever the world says the wrong way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is what is safer sex to you? Safer sex is always going to be consensual sex. Ooh. Okay. All right. So if you and your partner, um, and this is from a heterosexual look, um, do you think um, it is important, right? So say if you and your partner... um, want to have unprotected sex is it important for you to really sit down and make sure that you communicate um about taking that next step about like okay we're not using condoms are you sexually active for anybody else um first and foremost we need to be going to the clinic getting some testing going on hell to the year okay that's first and foremost second then yeah it would be that conversation need to be had how many partners do you have are you using a protection with them like you need to be as honest as possible and then make a decision from there yeah I, I definitely think uh we have to learn how to really communicate that um you know and really like building or not not even building up the just having the you know the strength to be like hey you you want to go ahead and have unprotected sex but um yeah what's going on who else you sleeping with because not even just speaking about like STDs and diseases and shit like that just like your pH balance right like what the fuck like and even like being on a certain diet like if you if you are messing with somebody and y'all diets are totally different that can right. kind of like throw off your ph balance and who wants to have a fucked up ph balance right so i want to encourage y'all to make sure that y'all are communicating with y'all partners or whoever it is that you're having sex with like hey <laughs> okay and you know like let's come on Bro, you know you ain't lying there and then also it's just like be adults you can't be grown enough to like you can't ask about the other partners like that's your right you need to know I need to know <laughs> Ooh, for sure shit. like I, I really don't be understanding like what is the point of lying uh, if you have different sexual partners because to me I feel like lying about you not have I feel like lying about um, having multiple sexual partners um to me, maybe it's my own trauma, but it just feels like it's kind of like a um an output that you're just not really caring for the person that you you may be causing harm to, but then you're mm-hmm. sitting here saying that well first uh, of all, they don't care about themselves, yeah because you they putting themselves first and foremost, 
and then the person after. So that starts with self too. That's another form of self-love. You got to be able to want to take care of yourself before you can want to take care of the next person. Like, because why are you more important than that also, you know? Yes. I, ooh, come on. that <laughs> Come on, self-love, self-confidence. Come on. It all is, at the end of the day, that's all we're really supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to get back to is just taking good care of our bodies in every way possible. And, you know, as human beings, that's what we're supposed to be doing, but we're doing a terrible job. Yeah. If you, um, if you, the woman you are today, um, as the woman you are today, how would you describe good sex to your younger self? What would be the some of the main things? I know we just discussed pretty much all of it, but like if you were just literally if if I was the younger you and you were just really having a conversation uh, about good sex, what would you say to me? Hmm. What I would say is you're never going to be able to have good sex until you understand yourself within. Mm. Wait a minute. You're never going to be able to have good sex until you understand yourself within. Did I say mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. That is so fucking deep and beautiful. Like, understanding yourself within? <sighs> Shout. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I think I am still trying to figure out and understand myself within. Exactly. In this present moment. I think we all are and that's the problem we have to realize we don't know shit about who we really are at the end of the day (laughs) 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 and that shit's funny as fuck because everybody want to be fucking racist and it's just like bro you don't even know why you're here (laughs) (laughs) you you just have faith which is a belief in something that you cannot see you don't know shit yeah 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 bruh when reality sitting you know that's why people have to realize you gotta try and just you by day (laughs) you know definitely gotta take shit day by day for sure for sure (laughs) but hey Have you ever faked moan? Um, (laughs) when I was younger, (laughs) when I was younger, yes, and that's just because, like, when I was younger, I ain't gonna lie, like, sex was not good. Mm. Sex was not good when I was younger. It was more or less like I guess I felt felt powerful. Like it was my one thing that I could control. It was my body, and I could say yes or I could say no, and I didn't really have control over my life growing up and it just was fucked up so I developed that mentality is that you know it it was my but I wasn't really like caring necessarily about them (laughs) (laughs) it was about me (laughs) making me feel good 
you know. Okay. Do you ever think uh do you ever think it was a point in your life in your younger life um when sex kind of was more about pleasing someone else or was it just always about, you know, you... it was about pleasing it was always about pleasing someone else but it was pleasing someone else for my satisfaction if that makes sense. Okay. Like they so were all, of course power. I was pleased with someone else because you know I am me but it just wasn't a like a love thing or like that it was a power thing it was a power thing it was the only thing I had power over ooh ooh <laughs> oh do you think do you think that the way uh the, the way that our society you know kind of displays sex um do you think they kind of display it as a display it as a, something with power and something with male power do you think that's what they kind of like display sex as it's like sex they is- try to they try to but it's impossible for them to do because at the end of the day we have what they want mm. so at the end of the day, yeah, you got what you wanted, but I really got the real work because at the end of the day, I had to say yes or no. Period. I could say no. Like I, like I said, I faked it when I was younger, but as I got older, nigga, I, I would say, stop. This don't even, this is not right. <laughs> the fuck? I don't have to fake shit. Nigga, I'm grown. What do you mean? Right. I know what I like, and I know that now I, I've, I've experienced some amazing sex thanks to my husband, and I just cannot settle for less. I am sorry. Man. Have you, um, so in your older age, in your good sex uh, uh, <laughs> days, um, and somebody was not... And I ain't gonna say it's, it's great. Okay, and, and, and you're and you're now great sex days or whatever. Have you? Is there? Has there ever been a time where um, it was something that you didn't like, and like you just say you was just like I'm not feeling it? Were you able to kind of be like, hey, I'm not feeling it? And what was their response? <laughs> Tried to plead the case, but I wasn't giving the fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't. It's not working for me. This is the thing, ladies. If it don't work for you, you do not have to do it. Like, you can be selfish with your pleasure. It's your right. Like, Mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. If it don't feel good to me, it don't happen. If it don't feel good to me, it don't happen. I hope y'all heard that. If it don't feel good to you, it don't happen, period. Like, bring it bring it to an end. Bring it to a stop, an immediate stop. There's no more it's harm. It's a done deal. You know, when you when I was younger, people was able to harm me. And, and you know, into my, I was a part of allowing people to harm me by using my, you know, sex as power. But now... Because I'm starting to know my worth so much more, I don't need to do that. Yeah. Um. Now this is gonna be kind of like a deep question. You don't have to answer it. Um. <laughs> I, I, 
I know that you have had, um, you know, some sexual trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think with you being someone who has, you know, experienced sexual trauma, do you think at any point when you were kind of having sex on your own, you know, by choice now, um, do you think that at any time it was something that triggered you um, and you kind of shut down? Or And also, do you feel like when you did become sexually active and stuff like that, did you feel like it really was kind of like your first time experiencing? Like, I don't know if you listened to my last episode, but I had shared with uh um about me kind of like feeling like when I did finally lose my virginity was I really losing my virginity for the first time because I had you know been assaulted um before and so that kind of that question would kind of like replay in my head like I don't know if I'm really a virgin because this is really kind of not my first time it's my first time by choice um so have you ever had those kind of questions or had any, you know, point where you were kind of triggered? If you don't mind sharing, if you, uh, if you I don't, don't share. mind sharing, I don't mind sharing because the thing is, like, I think I want to do something sexually to me my entire life, right? So I do think, like you said, your sexual encounter the way it shapes your life, period. So unfortunately, your first time is your first time. There is no do over. Yeah. First time. You can't have a second first time. You know, so you could heal from that and then recreate first time, but physically it would have to to be a spirit on a spiritual level. It would have to be on that. And that's why you're never really gonna have good sex until you understand yourself within. That's a part of healing your childhood traumas. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that kind of wraps up everything that I had uh, for you. Is there anything else that you want to add? Mm. I think there needs to be more conversations like this because, like, we are sensual, sexual beings. And there is nothing wrong with that. And I feel like the only way to to women as a whole is to be able to openly speak about our sex lives and not be judged about it. It needs to always be in the same because everybody has sex. Everybody has sex differently. That's the only thing. Unless you just, I don't fucking know. Yeah. What? Um. Let me ask you one more question. What is sensuality to you? Or sensual? What does it mean to be sensual? Uh oh, I can't hear you. Um. What is? Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. What is sensuality to you? Um. And what does it? Or what does it mean to be sensual? Like once again, that's one one of those things where everybody has their own definition. But my definition of soul is just to be into. Hold on, wait, cousin. Can you tap your phone or something? Or I don't know if you moved. Hello. 
Yeah, I can hear you better now. Yeah, I want to act up at the end. But um, I was saying, wait, ask your question again. <laughs> what, is, um, what is sensuality to you or what does it mean to be sensual to you? So, um, like I said, for me, um, it's just being in the moment, connecting and like you know feeling the energy being the energy um it's a feeling it's like indescribable it's kind of like it's an energy I feel yeah I don't really know how to describe sensuality I definitely uh, I know how to display it though <laughs> I definitely think it's uh, definitely an energy. I think that was, you know, a beautiful thing that you just said. It's definitely an energy. Um, I think it also can be like, you know, confidence within yourself and um, loving yourself within and knowing who you are within and stuff like that and really healing yourself. I think that also kind of plays into what sensuality is and can be for you. And I, and I definitely think it does look different. Um, like you said, I think it definitely looks different for each person um and i think each person kind of makes sensuality um, yes oh yeah but you definitely i feel like you gotta have the candles and the incense for sure. Hell yeah. and the sage to really like make that thing go all the way you know oh and i oh my god i'm so mad i missed my fireplace oh, with the mood lights yes that's how you create a vibe y'all mm-hmm. that is a vibe so we want to Thank you, Miss Erica, for getting Aww. on and being, you know, open and honest and really present in the moment. And I did not prepare her for these questions. So we just got the real raw, okay? <laughs> real raw conversations. Um, we're really having hella uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> so I thank you and appreciate you for giving us your time. Yeah. Um um, so also, if y'all are not doing so, make sure that you are following Hella Uncomfortable on Instagram. Make sure you are following Bedroom Candy underscore by Mahogany Brown. Is it Brown? I think I think it's Mahogany Brown. Oh, uh, I can't remember, but I just wanted to give one more tip. I forgot because yes. I wrote it down and I was supposed to say it. So for the listeners, both male and female, one fun fact is that it takes a woman 45 minutes to become fully aroused. Ooh. Okay. 45 minutes. Okay. So just because she's just a little wet and you think, no. Mm-mm. A fully aroused vagina is wet and it will stretch and it's not going to hurt, you know. Okay. Okay. Just just to add on, how important is like arousal and foreplay? I personally, me personally, I love foreplay. I want you to get me, you know, even if I'm juicy already, I want you to really get me there. Well, yeah. So the thing is, definitely want to have foreplay. But for some people who may not like foreplay, the most important part is arousal because a woman not gonna be fully comfortable. Like, it's not going to feel if she's not fully aroused. Like, you got to let the blood rush down there and flow, just like how a man, when he get hard, it's the same thing. Yes, for sure. Yes. And you got to so, start with the mind. Yes. 
Yes. Oh my! It's like most people do not they they fucking do not know that, and it's it's a damn shame. Like it's a shame. So y'all start with the mind. You know, please let the person get juicy. Let that person get hard. Whatever it is, please. Okay. Please. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot express that. I literally had one time this I was having sex with this person and I was not fully ready. And this person was just so excited, so excited. Ugh. And just Annoying. was trying to just stick their stuff, you know, in me. <laughs> and, and See, I look at say, you. You said their stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Their 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 penis trying to stick their penis inside of me and I had to say wait a fucking minute now <laughs> hold, hold the hell on because it gotta get real wet and juicy like right. it's not about to be sticking your penis in me and have me cringing and shit like no right. bitch it's not gonna happen like if it was uh, just you but it's hurting me sir like like sex good sex is supposed to be mutually satisfying so make sure that when you are having sex you are also being satisfied and your partner is being satisfied like that should be equally you know something that's wanted in good yeah, sex if it don't feel good to me it don't happen period <laughs> okay and so this is uh coming to an end we will have miss erica back again um with all this crumbling she got going oh, on. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have her back, y'all. Um, so thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, and thank y'all for loving on yourselves. And I hope y'all are loving on yourself. And I hope y'all are having some good sex. And I hope when y'all listening to these uh, to this episode that y'all are really practicing y'all active listening. And, you know, really reminding yourself not to be thinking about an answer. Just really be in that, in that moment and really listen. And then kind of like come back after you listen and then kind of like respond. I don't know if you're going to talk about it with others or journal about it, whatever that may look like make sure that you are really practicing that listening um oh my bad <laughs> but uh <laughs> make sure y'all follow hella uncomfortable podcast hella uncomfortable on instagram bedroom under bedroom candy underscore mahogany free the cheeks the vegan hood chefs hella with kiera erica crazy crafts um hella bored Bobby Astrology, I, I'm uh, retrograde mommy. I'm just calling out all these beautiful black business. I hope okay. y'all go and support and follow, 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 follow. Please follow. Um, and support. And support. Like and the, share. Like and share. Click the motherfucking <laughs> link. Share these episodes, okay? I know they're not perfect, but we're going to get there, okay? We're on a healing journey, and y'all are on this healing journey with us okay so click the link share the bio and i hope y'all enjoyed this uh beautiful conversation um that we just naturally had and i and i just love having real natural honest raw ass conversations i think it is important and it is needed um and i am wishing you all love peace um and strength and I hope y'all are setting boundaries and y'all honoring y'all boundaries and y'all are doing what feels good for y'all selves anything you want to add uh, well I just want to say first of all thank you for having me on your show again and then um to say I love you
Because I forgot I love- what I was going to say. So I love you. <laughs> I love you too. All right. And also, make sure y'all be on the lookout, okay, for Miss Erica's YouTube channel. It's coming soon, okay? Yeah. So y'all be on the lookout for that. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Bye.